When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Joe and Amber podcast. Joe Fortenbaugh, Amber Wilson. He's the nerd. I'm the cool kid. I was dating in high school. He was too busy watching wrestling and playing (laughs) Golden Eye. All you have to do is tell your smart speakers to play ESPN radio. It's that simple. That's how you listen to us. We listen to a guy named Keyshawn Johnson because he hosts a little show called Keyshawn J. Will and Max every morning here on ESPN radio. And he said... Joe Burrow, no matter what happens in this AFC championship game, is not going to be the face of the NFL. Take a listen. I can guarantee you my left and my right arm, he will not be the biggest thing in sports, nor the biggest thing in the National Why Football not? League. The people have already made up their mind for the next couple of years who that guy is going to be. Who is that guy? That guy is going to be Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but- Eventually, it's going to be Jalen Hurts. And then... If Tom Brady stays, it's still going to be Tom Brady. So what I think is so interesting about that take, Joe, is I have become nauseated at the Joe Burrow obsession over the last few days. And, like, I have zero problem with Joe Burrow, except for I'm starting to develop one because everybody's going so overboard with all this Joe Cool stuff. I also used to think Joe Burrow was cool, but now everybody thinks he's too cool. And I'm like, all right, guys, let's let's take it back a notch. He's only so cool. I mean, he's not the coolest person who's ever walked the face of the planet. I get these TikToks. I'm not on TikTok. I'm too old. I watch TikToks on Instagram like an adult. And when they come up on my Instagram, I get all these TikToks. It's just Joe. It's like sexy Joe Burrow videos. It's just Joe Burrow. He's like slowed down to music. And it's 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 these TikToks people make because they're so obsessed with Joe Burrow. So I'm surprised Keyshawn doesn't feel like Joe Burrow could be the face of the league. I already kind of feel like TikTok has made him. All right, so you made it very clear how many quarterbacks you don't like. You don't like Aaron Rodgers because he's in the news too often. You don't like Joe Burrow. Who is Amber Wilson's ideal quarterback? I Who's feel the type like of quarterback that's not going to get you upset? I feel like you're overstating it. I, I, I don't like Aaron exactly. Rodgers because he's putting Wait himself it. in the news too often. Okay. And he does this dance with us uh, about his future every single year. We're all tired of it, okay? That's not an unreasonable take. Joe Burrow, I don't dislike Joe Burrow. I don't have a problem with Joe Burrow. I I just don't know that's not how the segment started. The you laid out the problems you have with existed. Joe Burrow. I, I'm just saying. It, it, I, I more have the problem with the people and the narrative now surrounding Joe Burrow. He's like become this myth, this Joe Burrow, and he hasn't even won a Super Bowl yet. Well, can let's we, look can at his we story. win a Super Bowl before we become the coolest person on planet Earth? Let's but do let's that. look at his story. The guy basically outcast from Ohio State. Yeah, uh, outcast. All right, you just didn't get the start. You just didn't get enough playing time. Fine. All right. So so now that we've seen, he's a guy who's been to the Super Bowl, but he couldn't crack the lineup at Ohio State. Okay, so there's that. All right. Scott it's Frost. not like he went to. It's not like he. He's from JUCO. He went, he went to LSU. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Well, he also tried to go to Nebraska, and Scott Frost said he wasn't good enough. Well, Scott Frost no longer the head coach in Nebraska. So then he goes to LSU. He wins the starting job, and he quarterbacks what you can make a case for is one of the greatest college football teams of all time. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't have to say they were the greatest, but they are absolutely in the conversation. That team was a freight train. 
He gets drafted number one overall by loser Cincinnati. And yes, loser Cincinnati is the best way to put it. It is a loser franchise. It has been a loser franchise forever. They had zero career playoff road wins before that guy showed up. And in two years' time, he got him to the Super Bowl. Now he's got him back in the AFC Championship game. He's beaten Josh Allen. He's beaten Patrick Mahomes multiple times. He's fun to root for. He makes big plays. He played a huge role in making sure that organization drafted Jamar Chase, who's turned out to be a smash hit. It's not hard to see why people like him. He's, he's got swagger. He's a good it's a position that requires swagger. He's a good quarterback. He's a Patrick, great quarterback. Patrick Mahomes has now been to, what, five, six straight AFC championships? Five. His entire career, five straight AFC championships? We don't do this to Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes oh, yes, we do. is the face of the... We yes, don't make him the coolest we... person that's ever lived. That is not true. Nobody does that. Patrick Mahomes, not the coolest guy who's ever lived. Patrick Mahomes, amazing quarterback. You can argue face of the NFL. Everybody thinks he's fantastic at what he does. I don't feel like anybody's making TikTok videos of him slowed down with all the swagger and the sexy music underneath Patrick Mahomes. There's something about Joe Burrow and this myth that has been created around Joe Burrow. What is the topic of conversation here? Is it whether Burrow's going to be the face of the league if he wins a Super Bowl or is it whether or not he's cool? It feels well, like you just don't really like James him. Steele wants us to discuss whether he's going to become the face of the league. This conversation has yes. kind of taken a left turn yes. into coolness. If he wins the Super Bowl, he becomes the face of the league. You can argue Mahomes all you want. Mahomes has one Super Bowl. Burrow would have one Super Bowl. Burrow would have beaten Mahomes for the fourth time. He would pretty much own the guy by this point. And again... He took the Bengals to the Super Bowl, a historically downtrodden franchise. Marvin Lewis was there for like 30 years and couldn't win a single playoff game. He went to the playoffs almost every year. They could never win, and now all they do is win in the playoffs. Right now, no one sees him as the face. But put yourself in a position where he's beaten Mahomes again, and then we talk about it for two weeks, and then he either takes out the Eagles or the Niners in Arizona. He's going to be the face of the NFL. We put so much stock in these three straight wins over Patrick Mahomes for Joe Burrow. I mean, I'll give it to you when he's beating him in the AFC Championship. Why are we making this huge deal out of the regular season wins? That's not the barometer of the face of the NFL is not based on regular season well, games. Well, one of them was the AFC Championship That's game fine. One. That's what I'm saying. One. So he has one that's really significant. If we're talking face of the NFL, we need to be talking conference championships and Super Bowls, period. I do not care about his regular season record against any team in the NFL, including the Kansas City Chiefs. If he wins another AFC championship and he actually wins a Super Bowl, then I'm willing to entertain the conversation. Could Joe Burrow become the face? I still think, frankly, the face would be somewhat of a duality. I think it would be both of those guys, right? And we kind of have it now, like with Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. And like, I feel like in every generation, there's been kind of multiple faces of the NFL at their position. I do think that both of those guys could coexist as the face of the NFL. I think that those will be the guys and the rivalry. It feels like Josh Allen will have taken a backseat to those two. Well, he keeps losing to them. That's his biggest problem. And you can't have two faces of the NFL. I'm sorry to break this to you. Um, so who's been the face? Just Tom well Brady? Because well, by the way, Tom face. Brady, as of face. right now, still playing in the NFL. Yeah. Face singular. LeBron James, face of the National Basketball Association. Uh, you could argue Nathan McKinnon, Connor McDavid, whoever you want to go with in the NHL, 
face of the National Hockey League, face of Major League Baseball, probably Rob Manfred, because it seems like the commissioner of baseball is the guy that we're always talking about. But it's really Aaron Judge. Well, it's Aaron Judge, I would say right now. But yeah, that's fine when it comes to baseball. With NBA, I have a problem with what you just said, because I'd say it's LeBron James, it's Steph Curry, and it's Kevin Durant. Again, you can only have one face. How many faces do you have on your body right now? How many faces? Depends on what kind of mood I'm in, you know? There you go. See, the thing is... If you want to have the multiple conversation, then you do the natural segue into the who is the Mount Rushmore of current NFL players. Yes. That's the radio segment that is for the multiple the sports players. radio segment of all sports radio yes. segments. This then, is the radio segment for the face, which means one. We'll we'll do that next, and then after <laughs> that, the following segment will debate whether who's better, uh, MJ or LeBron. Coming up next here on Joe and Amber, we're also going to work in the 49ers what do they do with Brock Purdy if they lose to the Eagles this weekend is he the starter next season Trey Lance is still there technically right now Jimmy Garoppolo is still there as well we'll get into it this is ESPN radio you can also check us out on the ESPN app Joe and Amber the podcast 10 seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing your relationships your skills your customer base how about businesses on Shopify Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Purdy keeps winning and winning, which is not a problem for San Francisco, but it might become a problem for San Francisco when we're talking about 
what they do at that quarterback position next season. Joe and Amber is on ESPN Radio. All you ever have to do is just tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. It's that simple. You'll fire us right up. You can find him on social media at Joe Fortenbaugh. You can find me as well at Amber W Sports. Something that we like to do every single show, multiple times a show, is try to earn you a little extra cash. Joe gives you the advice. You don't bet the house on it, but a small money wager, we like to call it pizza money. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. All right, playoff prop edition of Pizza Money. The first one was Brock Purdy over nine and a half rushing yards. The second was Joe Mixon under three and a half receptions. Number three, Bengals wide receiver Jamar Chase over 83 and a half receiving yards. Kansas City, according to Football Outsiders, ranks 31st out of 32 NFL teams when it comes to defending opposing number one wide receivers. Mike Evans, Mike Williams, Steph Diggs, Devontae Adams all went for over 100 yards against these guys. Jamar Chase went for 97 yards against them just a few weeks ago. Speaking of Chase, he's averaging 86 receiving yards per game for his two-year career and 87 yards per game this season. Prop is set at 83.5 for a guy who routinely goes over that number, whose career average is over that number, and is going against a defense that has had trouble slowing down his position all year long. Pizza money number three, Jamar Chase over 83.5 receiving yards. I have never, ever seen a quarterback make the strides that Jalen Hurts has made. You can't count Brock out. He's starting off 7-0. and He's been having the offense rolling. The moment is never too big for him. Seven wins in a row for Brock Purdy. That is what he has done so far in his rookie season. Mr. Irrelevant is finding himself playing in a NFC championship game, and he may find himself playing in a Super Bowl. But, Joe, there's another guy on that roster that they traded away a whole lot in order to move up to draft Trey Lance. Their plan was to move on from the Jimmy Garoppolo era. Jimmy Garoppolo, by the way, still on that roster as well. So the 49ers have a really interesting situation moving forward. So let me start with what happens if the Niners lose this game. If Brock Purdy's season ends here this weekend on championship weekend, does he start for the 49ers next season or is Trey Lance under center? I think he's your front runner to start barring the offseason goes well from a health and off the field perspective for both guys. And then they get to camp and Purdy continues to play at the level he's at. I think that's the guy. I don't think there's any reason to go back to Lance at the current juncture. He showed very little in the flashes he got over the last two years. Purdy stepped in and has played very well. Very well. Maybe the ceiling isn't Joe Montana, but we know the floor is something that is more than capable. So to answer your first question, I think if all things are even going into the start of next year, Brock Purdy's your starter in San Francisco. So what's interesting to me is this conversation if they lose here, because is there even a conversation? I Well, if you think that he's the starter if they lose, then Correct. certainly you think he's the starter if they win or if they win a Super Bowl. I think if they win a Super Bowl, there's no conversation. It would be absolute lunacy if Brock Purdy wins a Super Bowl, not for Brock Purdy to be your starter next season. You're riding with Brock Purdy as long as it gets if he wins you a Super Bowl. If he gets to a Super Bowl, I also frankly think that's the case. If he loses here in championship weekend, I do think that then things get a little bit more dicey to decipher for the 49ers because of what they gave up for Trey Lance and the problem problem is Trey Lance right now I don't feel like has much trade value so if you decide Brock Purdy's your quarterback of the future we haven't seen enough of Trey Lance and the small snippets that we did see of Trey Lance he didn't look very good in a system that 
It kind of feels like anybody could play in because now we saw Mr. Irrelevant do it. And by the way, we saw Jimmy Garoppolo also do it very well. So it feels like Trey Lance is the odd man out right now. Not given. It's not completely fair to him. We saw him at the beginning of the season. We didn't get to see much from him. He didn't have time to settle into things before he got injured. But nevertheless, I don't really think he probably has a huge trade. You're not going to get back what you gave up for Trey Lance by any means if you decide to trade Trey Lance. So then what are you doing? Are you making Brock Purdy the starter and you're having Trey Lance sit behind him? Because it almost feels like, well, why not? Because you gave up assets to get him. The the weird thing about this conversation too, and I think both of you, we both agree that Jimmy Garoppolo is out of here, right? Because you're not paying Garoppolo. I'd like to say that, but you never know with Garoppolo. It seems like he's just always going to be like a barnacle on a ship when it comes to the 49ers. You can't get rid of the guy. Well, I mean, he's done very well for them. I don't know if if whittling him down to Barnacle on a ship, but the whole reason that they wanted to move on from Garoppolo, it wasn't his production. Obviously, we've seen him have success with that team. It was the the fact that he is also has the durability concerns and that he was an aging quarterback who was getting more and more expensive. And if you felt like, hey, we can do better here and also get the guy that actually wins us the Super Bowl instead of the guy that just gets us to one because they thought that Trey Lance had that level of talent, then they were able to move on to Trey Lance on a rookie contract, a much cheaper quarterback, a much younger quarterback. Enter Brock Purdy, also rookie contract, a cheaper rookie contract, way cheaper than Trey Lance's, and a young quarterback from that perspective. Trey Lance is actually younger than Brock Purdy right now, but you're talking a 22- and 23-year-old quarterback, respectively. Both significantly younger than Jimmy Garoppolo, both a lot cheaper than Jimmy Garoppolo. Either guy solves your problem, but we've only seen one guy do the winning. You just go with Purdy, and Lance is your backup. This is Everyone is going to spend from now until next season overthinking this. Brock Purdy costs you nothing. He'll be going into year two of a four-year deal. You don't have to worry about anything. He's proven that he can win games, and he's proven he can handle the offense. There's no reason to think you need to move away from him. Trey Lance, you gave up a lot of assets for. The good news is Trey Lance will be going into year three of what will likely be a five-year deal because down the road you'll pick up the fifth-year option since he was a first-round quarterback. Trey Lance hasn't done enough to earn the job over Purdy, so you let him sit. You let him learn. You motivate him that he has to go out and beat the guy. And you also keep Purdy motivated by telling him, look, great run, but the job isn't yours to stay. You're not Dak Prescott in Dallas. You're going to have to continue to earn this. So Lance sitting behind him will be pressing Purdy to be the very best version of himself. And either he continues to play solid football and therefore your quarterback problem solved, or he doesn't. And then Lance gets another opportunity to go out and win the job. And then either Lance wins it and keeps it, and all is right in the world with the draft picks you gave up, or he fails, and you go back to Purdy, or you trade him away. Either way, even if you don't get the return on investment, I don't think they're looking to trade him this offseason, because when you combine the two salaries, those can be your two quarterbacks, and it's not going to cost you much. So you can go out and get ready to pay Nick Bosa, who, by the way, has a big-time extension coming up. Trey Lance's rookie contract right now remains relatively inexpensive. It does include an 11-plus million that would become dead money if they were to deal the 22-year-old quarterback. So there's somewhat of a dead money cap hit there if they were Let to go ahead and trade Let me ask you this. Why would, why would they want to deal him? Why because, would they want to deal him? Because to get something back for what they gave up for him. Because if they feel like 
I mean, they didn't draft him to be a backup, Joe. That's no. the problem with this equation. We don't ever see quarterbacks drafted the way Trey Lance was drafted by this organization to be a backup. And so that's the tough, I think, pill to swallow if you're the front office of, you're the, of the San Francisco 49ers. Like, you found yourself in a great position. Sure, you're like, it's, it's nice to Lynch hit on Mr. Irrelevant here. But the weird thing is, then you didn't need to, if you could have just drafted the guy in the seventh round at the end of the draft, then you didn't need to give up anything to get Trey Lance. And so that portion of things looks like a bad move. It looks like a little bit of a miss from that. So let's pursue the trade then. Let's pursue the trade. You trade him now. You're not going to get anywhere close to what you got on to what you gave up. And then on top of it, you still need a backup quarterback. So what do you do there? Well, and is Trey Lance a, a good backup quarterback? I don't know. I mean, I would have more confidence, frankly, in Garoppolo, but again, a lot more expensive. Extremely expensive. So you're, 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 you don't even have a problem. People are going to just manufacture this as a problem all offseason. You're good. Purdy's your starter. Lance is your backup. You've got plenty of money to spend elsewhere. If something happens to Purdy, Lance steps in. If Lance can't handle the job, all right, then you made a mistake on the draft. But there's no sense in trading him for pennies on the dollar when you still need a backup quarterback. That it's, what, there's no reason to trade the guy. What if Brock Purdy goes out and falls on his face in this NFC Championship? He hasn't played on the road. This is going to obviously be the Third biggest moment game, he's but ever. His biggest road no, game. no, no. I'm sorry. The, he hasn't played on the road in the playoffs. Correct. This is sorry. That's what I meant. He hasn't played on the road in the playoffs in the postseason. This is obviously the biggest moment of his career, trying to make a Super Bowl, and. He is a quarterback that the goalposts are quickly moving on because of where the expectations are because he has found himself playing so well. If he goes out and falls on his face, still a starter next season. If he falls on his face, that means he had one bad game in what, 10? I'd still think that's better than what you saw from Lance. I don't disagree, but interesting scenario that could brew there with Brock Purdy as we enter maybe a next season or maybe... We'll be looking ahead to the Super Bowl for this team, and we won't have to talk about next season yet in San Francisco. Coming up next, it's championship weekend. Let's give you our picks. Joe and Amber, the podcast. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 
It is championship weekend, and we have not yet given you our picks. We're about to get into it, but before we do that, oh, no pizza money here. I thought for a second we were going to try to earn you more money. You know what? We're not going to earn you more money. We're just going to get right to it. Let's go. It's a team, man. It's a team. One guy can't do it. It takes all of us. ESPN Radio's Pick'em Challenge. The Cincinnati Bengals at the Kansas City Chiefs. Pick'em Challenge. By the way, we will be earning you pizza money in just a little bit, so stay tuned for that. But right now, let's just give you our picks. Of course, Joe always brings the betting angle to things. Bengals at Chiefs, what you got, Joe? So let's go through the point spread first here. Cincinnati opened as a three-point underdog Saturday right after they beat the Buffalo Bills. That was at a very respected shop here in Las Vegas. But right after that, pro-respected money hit the market, was all over the Bengals, moved it all the way down to a pick And then we watched the line go to Bengals minus one, minus one and a half, all the way up to two and a half until Wednesday. When these videos of Mahomes surfaced of him walking around the field and standing on the dais and addressing the media... I mean, apparently he looked good walking very slowly. So here comes the Kansas City money, which has pushed it all the way back to now Chiefs minus one, minus one and a half, depending on the book. So that's the market breakdown. And now that I've set that up, why don't we go to you? Tell me who you think wins this game. I'll follow your your analysis. I hate this because I'm also analyzing the ankle. And this has become ankle gate, right? Like this is ankle watch is what we've been doing this week. Because for <laughs> me, that is the X factor in this game is how healthy is Patrick Mahomes. It's Patrick Mahomes is fully healthy, then I would actually take the Chiefs in this game. It concerns me a lack of mobility, though, with a high ankle sprain. And high ankle sprains are normally worse than low ankle sprains. This must be a grade one, I believe, is the lowest grade of an ankle sprain. Like, it must not be that big of a deal. Because the fact that he is hamming us up as much as he is, and then he's out there, he's he's doing everything he can at the press conference. You're right, we're making a very big deal out of him, like, walking, you know, but when walking slowly, but... He clearly was trying to show the cameras there's nothing wrong with me. And then James Steele, our producer, is sending us videos of him doing like two skips and James is losing his mind as a Chiefs <laughs> fan because he just looks so good doing two skips, even though the jog afterward looked a little strange. So I don't know how to evaluate his ankle. I hate that it's come down to this. I think I'm still going to rock with the Kansas City Chiefs, though, because it feels like he's okay. So... Everyone thinks the X factor is Mahomes' ankle, and I can understand that, and it's certainly the most popular story. But even if he's healthy, the Bengals have still beaten him three times in a row, including this season when he was more than healthy and last season on his home field in the playoffs when he was more than healthy. I think the real X factor here is the Cincinnati offensive line. Last week they were down three starters in Buffalo. Everybody was talking about that. Mm -hmm. Then it snowed, and the – Big reason why you have to factor that in is that pass rushers cannot get their footing in the snow. There's actually stats that SportsCenter was pouring out this week about snow pass rushing sacks and pressures versus no snow pass rushing sacks and pressures. It's amazing the difference. So now all of a sudden we stop talking about the Cincinnati offensive line issues. Bad move because those are going to rear their head against a Kansas City defense that I believe ranks second in the NFL in pressures this season. They're going to get after Burrow. Whether or not he can get out of his hands quickly enough is going to be the key to this game. I think the X factor is the Cincy offensive line. I think they hold up just enough. I have the Bengals winning the game. 
You have the Bengals winning the game. Okay. I do, so but I don't you, have a whole a lot of took a turn at the end there. I felt like you were setting me up to say that you don't think that line is going to hold up, and so the Chiefs are going to win this. So you and I differ on where we want to go with this. Your analysis of that line sounded exactly like our analysis of that line a week ago. I really did think it was going to matter against the Bills, but you're right. The weather played a factor in that. So if it's not a healthy O-line, and if actually Joe Burrow is dealing with a pass rush, then... I have a hard time picking the Bengals here, but again, the mobility of Patrick Mahomes, I don't know how to factor this in. So this, to me, is kind of a pick I don't know what you want to do. You and I are on opposite sides. We have to agree as a show for our challenge. You go ahead. You go ahead. I'll defer to you in this one. I have no problem. Like I said, I, I really Let's... like the under in this game from a betting perspective, and I like the props I've been handing out. I am, I am a coin flip on this game. I Let's lean Bengals. appease... James Steele, sure. our producer. Yeah. There is a right answer to this. Thank and you. let's take the Kansas City Chiefs. Because that's, that's going to be James. He's going to swing the vote, the pendulum one way or another. James is definitely rocking with his Kansas City Chiefs. So we'll do that. What's next? Congratulations. The San Francisco 49ers at the Philadelphia Eagles. San Fran versus the Eagles. Joe and Amber's presented by Progressive Insurance. Get a business insurance quote online in as little as six minutes. Visit ProgressiveCommercial.com. What do you have on this one, Joe? All right, so we have this has been the exact opposite of the AFC Championship game. Philly opened one and a half, got bet up to two and a half, and it sat there all week. Now, I will tell you this. If you like the Eagles, get the two and a half because the market's moving to three. We've seen them start to pop up. You do not want to lay three with the Eagles when you've had a chance to play two and a half all week. If you like the Niners, wait for the three. That's the play. I like Philadelphia in this matchup. The X factor in this game is going to be Brock Purdy and San Francisco's ability to run the football. If they have success running the football early in this game, they can keep it close or they can grab a lead, meaning Purdy's not going to have to throw the ball often against the number one pass defense in the NFL. But I don't see that happening. He's played two road games in his career, Seattle and Las Vegas. Those two teams rank outside the top 20 in defense. The Eagles do not. They rank sixth. And like I said, they're number one against the pass. The Eagles are also the best first-half team in the NFL. So I see the Eagles taking advantage of a nervous Purdy early in the game, grabbing a lead, and then in the second half, San Francisco is going to be put in a spot where they have to get away from the ground attack, and they're going to have to lean on the, on the pass. And if you're going to lean on the pass with Brock Purdy against the league's number one pass defense while you're playing on the road in a hostile environment – I think that's a bad spot. I like the Philadelphia Eagles. So you think the 49ers offense swings the pendulum in the direction of the Eagles there because the 49ers defense is first in points allowed per game, uh, first in yards allowed per game, whereas the Eagles offense is first in points per game and first in yards per game. So this is quite literally the matchup. Like we could not have gotten a better matchup in terms of the two best teams in the NFC when you take that San Fran defense against that Eagles offense. They are the best in their conference. However, I tend to agree with you when it comes to the 49ers offense. I don't want to count out Christian McCaffrey. I do think Kyle Shanahan could have a good enough game plan to beat this Eagles team. But the Brock Purdy factor does make me a little bit nervous here. And although I believe in that defense against the Eagles offense, I don't know so much if I believe in the 49ers offense to be able to get it done against that Eagles defense. I'm okay with going the Eagles here. I'm going to be rooting hard for the 49ers. That's the story I want, but I'll go ahead and, with you on this one and take the Eagles. Another key note here, the Eagles were blasting Creed during their warm-up today. A lot of people very excited that the Eagles were playing Creed during their warm-ups. Wait, wow. what, that's what, huge news. Excited, news excited the because community. they're going to win or excited because 
they're going to lose now because they're because I thought Creed I thought we were out on Creed I thought Creed was uncool like how Nickelback became uncool <laughs> I think it was mostly just people getting a kick out of it and writing the storyline because like you talked about earlier this thing has had no storylines in the NFC championship game we can't even make Brock Purdy a big enough storyline so the fact that Creed was playing for the warm-ups day I've actually seen it on Twitter quite a bit today shout out to Creed making a big comeback in Philadelphia uh, apparently. a comeback apparently uh Creed. There you go. That's good producing. Is it, is it, is it Creed? Is it Pearl Jam? Is, is it every other playing. 90s band that was popular at that time? It's hard to tell. It all sounds the same. <laughs> Joe and Amber presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Coming up next, we want you to weigh in. This is your opportunity to join the conversation. Give us a call. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. James Steele also has up here on my screen for me to read that your predictions for championship weekend, or you can give us your predictions for the Royal Rumble. I am only reading that because it's on my screen and because they're paying me to read it. It is against my will. I want that on the record. This is Joe and Amber. Joe and Amber, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Time to join the conversation here on Joe and Amber. We're about to play call a roulette in just moments. Give us a call. Bring your hottest take our way. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. But first, I promised you that we try to earn you a little bit more pizza money. Let's get to it. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. Fourth and final pizza money of the night. Number one, Brock Purdy over nine and a half rushing yards. Number two, Joe Mixon under three and a half receptions. Number three, Jamar Chase over 83 and a half receiving yards. And now finally, Niners linebacker Dre Greenlaw. Let's give some love to the defense. Greenlaw going over eight and a half tackles Sunday against Philadelphia. He's averaging 8.4 excuse me, tackles per game on the season, so we're not asking him to do a lot more off his average. But Philadelphia loves to run the football. Number three in the NFL in rushing attempts per game. Linebackers are going to be asked to clean up those rushing attempts. The RPOs, Jalen Hurts being mobile with his legs, Greenlaw and Fred Warner are two of, if not the two, fastest linebackers in the NFL. And I like Greenlaw to have a big game here, at least trying to defend the Eagles' rushing attack. So Dre Greenlaw over, eight and a half tackles, your final pizza money of the night. It is time for Caller Roulette. Triple Eight, say ESPN. Let's spin the wheel. Calvin. Calvin is in Virginia. Thanks, Calvin, for joining the show. What do you have for us? Hey, guys. Uh, just want to be sure you can hear me. Uh, a couple things real quick. First thing is, you guys are super cool. I love you guys. There's a couple on the radio. I would love to watch a game on a double date with you guys. Um, second thing is that Creed song is awesome, but growing up we had on the hip hop and R and B station, so when you said the Eagles were playing Creed, 
I thought you meant the movie, like part of the Rocky series. Ah. Uh, but my take, yes, but my take is, and I'm trying to go quick for you, is, is that everybody who's doubting Patrick Mahomes is crazy. I heard on ESPN Radio, of course, that last time he had the same injury, he had 400 yards and 400 t- touchdowns. Not to mention uh, Pacheco and their second running back. I think you're going to see a lot of screen passes. And I think Patrick Mahomes is going to surprise everybody. And the Kansas City defense is going to get after Burrow harder than he's been gotten to um, this year. And it's not like when he was playing Tennessee last year and it wasn't a explosive offense. This is still the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I'll take your comments off the air. Thanks, Calvin. Thanks for the call. Thanks for listening. We appreciate the support and the kind words. Creed, uh, excellent, excellent movie, by the way. I don't know if I would find Creed to be that excellent of a band anymore, even though I did dabble in some Creed back in the 90s there, Joe Fortenbaugh. But what he said about Patrick Mahomes is true. He had this injury, what, in 2019? And that's what people are referencing when he had the 400-plus yard game on that injury. And if that's true, by the way, Joe, if he comes out and he does it again, this Patrick Mahomes, I think I'm going to start thinking that he's faking it. Like, not that he's not injured at all, but he's hit, like, James, your boy, hamming it up a little bit, okay? Come on. If he comes out and he throws 400 more yards on a high ankle sprain, I'm done hearing about any more ankle sprains the rest of Patrick Mahomes' career. First of all, that was a great call by Calvin. I just want to say that. And 443 yards and four touchdowns, if you want to be exact, mm. is what he had in uh, week two after he sprained his ankle against the Jaguars. In week one of 2019. I'm surprised but, you don't have that tatted on you somewhere, uh, honestly. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> might. Listen. Um, but yeah, I, I, maybe. Maybe it's, maybe it's just a little uh, gamesmanship. Who knows? Or maybe Kansas City's doctors don't know how to diagnose an ankle injury. Have we ever thought about that? They keep calling it a high ankle sprain. Maybe it's just, you know, nothing. Maybe he's no. fine. Maybe it's a scratch. I, and it turns out he's not really hurt. No, Patrick Mahomes decided Joe Burrow's getting all the attention, right? This Joe Burrow, the, the myth, the legend, it's growing around him. What do I need to do? Everyone's getting tired of me. I'm in the AFC Championship game five times in a row. Everyone thinks I'm great. It's getting boring. How do I spice it up? The way I spice it up is I look like I'm out there with my own flu game. I'm playing through the high ankle sprain. I'm going to win the Super Bowl on a high ankle sprain, and the legend will be written. That's what Patrick Mahomes is doing. Let's spin the wheel. Matt. Matt is in Atlantic City. Matt, thanks for the call. What do you have for us? All right, guys. Well, I'll keep it quick here. Brock Purdy, uh, he doesn't need to play a perfect game. He doesn't He shouldn't. Uh, he doesn't need to turn over the ball. Um, no interceptions. That defense by uh, D'Amico Ryans. They're going to have to stop Jalen Hurts uh, in the run game early if they want to win this game. Uh, I'm going 49ers. And for the AFC, I am taking Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Burrow, Burrow's had that swag since the beginning of the playoffs, and, I, and I'm riding with him in the AFC. So I'm going 49ers and Bengals. Thank you, Bro, you're week. from Atlantic City. What are you doing picking the Niners? I think Matt's gone. Matt's already gone. Uh, he, Good. He, me, he rode he out. He dropped he the mic a, and he rode out. I don't want to, since he picked the Bengals, I don't want to defend him, really. But he didn't tell me he was a Giants fan, so. I mean, James Steele is a Kansas Can't City fan, and he's never been. City. Have you ever been, have you even been to Kansas City ever? I have not. No, no, no. Okay. So James Steele Incredible. is a Kansas City Chiefs fan. I mean, the biggest Chiefs fan I know, he's never even been there. 
What? I mean, do you have I'm to be? Sorry, do you have really? to go to the city of the team you like? I, I mean, I you, would, you would a, think. I don't. I grew up like a normal person, liking teams that were close to where I grew up. I don't, and then I had affiliations with. Like, I don't understand people that just pick teams out of a hat in some other part of the country, and then that's that. But whatever. James, how have you never been to Arrowhead? I just, it just never happened. That's all. Well, know. it's got to happen at some point. Yeah, I, that has I mean, to happen. I, so. I even want yeah. that to happen for me, and I'm not a Chiefs fan. That definitely has to happen. Maybe for you. one of these days they'll get a good quarterback, and you can go to a game that means something. <laughs> yeah, you might want to do it before that Patrick Mahomes right. guy retires. Maybe maybe they'll play like a super early game, uh, a Thursday night game here uh, next season, and I'll get to go to that or something. You know? There you go. We'll figure it out. Let's we'll figure spin, it out. Let's spin the wheel. Triple H, say ESPN. That's how you get in touch with us. That's how Rick got in touch with us. Rick is in Canada. Rick, thanks for the call. What do you have? Yeah, I love the show. And, you know, I think the Chiefs got it all wrong because what they should have done, they should have went out and got Baker Mayfield because Baker Mayfield is undefeated against Joe Burrow. So Hmm. you saw what he did to the Raiders in two days. So, you know, Chiefs pick him up, let him play out that game. They win. They go to Super Bowl. Then they can just wave him. So, they just had it all wrong. Well, or, or anyway, maybe, that, yeah, tongue-in-cheek. yeah. Well, Rick, you have you have an interesting <laughs> point there. Uh, so he because Baker Mayfield owns Joe Burrow, uh, or according like the mayor of Cincinnati said, he's he's Joe Burrow's daddy uh, in that reverse situation. Should they have just brought in Baker Mayfield for the games only against Joe Burrow? That would have been an interesting strategy. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I'm sorry, I can't indulge. I can't indulge that. <laughs> I like that Mayfield had some success with the Rams at the end of the season. I can't get too into the weeds on the takes right now. I, I, I do just, think the Rams situation with Mayfield is interesting, by the way. Because if I'm question. the Rams, I'm tempted. I'm absolutely tempted to rock with Mayfield again next season. I mean, Matthew Stafford, obviously, with his health. But I think Matthew Stafford, it looks like he has some real concerns there where you're concerned. You're talking about an older quarterback who's been in the league for a long time. Yes, you got the Super Bowl for him. Are those elbow issues moving forward going to continue to be a problem and if so it feels like you have a decent second solution which is odd but Baker Mayfield if I'm him I probably want to be the place that I start feeling like I'm fitting into that system as well it it might be a good match there to have Baker stay on that roster not just that the idea that Stafford might eventually just decide you know what time to retire I won my Super Bowl I got my my beautiful wife my beautiful kids I got the family it's like what what more is there to do right like I understand if he wants to keep playing but after getting banged up this season how much more do you want to take off your life like what more are you chasing down you Whoa. shut everybody up everybody right. that hated on you you went to LA and immediately shut them up good for you and it feels like the window for that team is closed, right? I mean, that's why the coach is, is, I think, grappling with also retiring, which now we know he's not going to for next season. But that's why we get that song and dance out of McVay every season now. And we're probably going to continue to get that song and dance from him. It feels like that window for the Rams in the immediate future has closed. Now, Matthew Stafford's only 34 years old, though. I mean, he feels like he's been in the league forever because of how long he's not in Detroit, but... Can I ask a different question? I've been wanting to get this off my chest. Yes. Um, I'm Avatar 2 has made over $2 billion in worldwide grosses. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I got to be honest, I don't know anyone who's seen it. 
I don't know anyone. I haven't heard anyone talk about this movie, and somehow it's made two billion dollars. Has anyone seen it? I cannot help you. Uh, I cannot help you with that. I have not seen it. I also don't know anybody who's seen it. Joe and Amber is presented by Progressive Insurance. They also haven't seen anybody who's seen it. We'll see who's in the zone this weekend. Get in the zone is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. All right, I paid the bills, Joe. Let's go back to your problem here with Avatar. So there's a new Avatar that came out, right? Not the original Avatar. I saw the original Avatar. We all saw the original Avatar. Avatar 2? Well, that's what happens when it takes you like 40 years to come up with the next Avatar. I don't know. I don't know anybody who's seen it, but I'm not a, I'm not a it's big movie It's made $2 billion. How, how is no one... Nobody knows anyone who's seen it, and it's made $2 billion. That is so bizarre to me. I mean, Did James Cameron buy all the tickets? Did he buy $2 billion worth of tickets? Somewhere else. I don't know. This has been the Joe and Amber Podcast. You can listen to Joe and Amber live weeknights from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, or on your smart speaker. Joe and Amber, the podcast.